Welcome to Nana Tings. <laughs> All right, I got a lot of things to say in this episode. So we are going over two tings. We're going to go over how I'm too sensitive to date and fool around and also fuckboys. So I want to start with actually a situation that recently happened and sort of motivated me to do this episode. Originally, I was going to record this episode about just different things in, our, in, in the gay community, but I decided to go a different direction and here we are. So I was on a trip recently and I literally had the best time with this person. So you all know I preach about the app stuff and I'm going to have an episode coming up about, well, sort of like a, a, f- a few parts of an episode about dating apps and, and some fun stories, some horrifying stories, some terrific stories, all the things, right? Disappointments, yada, yada, yada. But, so I usually don't have apps, right? I'm, I'm on this trip solo though, and I'm about to go to the pool party, and some of my friends are like not going, or they're hungover, and I was like, listen, I don't mind doing things on my own, but you know, if people are drinking and the vibes are right, I was like, let me hit up someone and see if they wanna come with me. So I go on Grindr, and I meet this person, they come over non-sexually, we just drink wine, we're having an amazing conversation, the energy is just right. And I guess both of us didn't realize that the energy was gonna be so fucking amazing. So we hit it off, uh, we made out a little bit, then we went to the pool party, pool party was great. And then as a pool party, we had some fun, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and from there, we had an amazing dinner, we went on top of the Eiffel Tower uh, on this trip, and. It was in Vegas, by the way, so not that... It was romantic, but not French romantic. <laughs> um, and it was just a really good time. And a lot of promises were made that I don't think are going to be kept up. And the, the kind of the kind of person I am is... I'm, I'm not one to put blame on someone unless, like, in actuality, it is their fault. And for me, if, if I am agreeing on a trip or to talk after meeting, or to do virtual dates, I'm all in. I'm I'm a hopeless romantic, and I own that. I'm vulnerable as fuck. Y- y'all, some of y'all have read my poetry books. Like, it, it's just who I am, and I, I love who I am. And I put up my end of the bargain. I was ready to text, to talk. Um, it's been a few days, no word. Just left on red, you know? And it's one of those disappointing things where someone can show you one side of them, right? And then, out of nowhere, be this different person. So, me being me, I did a little social media digging. (laughs) Now, you're not dating me, right? I'm not cocked. You are a lot of fuck others, right? And this is not shaming that. Like, go have fun. But, if I see online, you're bragging about sexual experiences for clout, and you are posting this sort of other persona online, it's just, it's a turnoff for me. Because me being the romantic that I am, I want it special, right? Like, I I want to I want to go on a date. I want to have sex. I I want to have a moment with this person, and I don't need that to be online, right? I don't need someone to talk about me online about that, and I I don't need to listen. Like I said, if if you want to have sex before me, me obviously that that is your prerogative. Like we're not dating, but. I don't need to see all the tweets and texts about it because then it just it makes my moment feel less special, you know. Um, but yeah, I found I found some of that out, and 
I don't know. So the, the episode I was going to record before this one, before I changed the topic, was about cloud-based um, drive in our community. And it really is a thing that's going on. I, I, th- I feel like the shit community may have this too. I, I definitely think so, especially with TikTok and that shit. They definitely have like a cloud-based culture as well. But what I'm seeing on gay Twitter, and it's, it's really, really getting underneath my skin these days, is... People are just saying things to get likes. And I'm not just talking about sex. Like, some people are mean, right? There are mean comments. There are, like, mean memes. There are people taking photos of people without consent and then posting them and making fun of them. And then there's the sex talk where some of these guys in real life are actually very shy, very introverted, very insecure. They want a boyfriend, they they want to snuggle and be all cute and shit, but on, on Twitter it's this persona that is truly not who they am, or maybe it is who they am, but they don't know how to like express it in real life. And for me, I'm so open with energies that like I can't I, I don't like meeting the half side of one person. You know what I mean? Like if if I'm gonna date you or meet you or hook up with you, give me your hundred percent. I can't I can't be in the game of like, okay, is this clout you? And online you or just like really you you feel me and the next section of this conversation is going to go into fuck boys which i'll get into later but fuck boys they're they're masters of manipulation they are masters of deception and deceiving like at, at they're masters of gaslighting <laughs> uh the you know it's it's a way you know i i wish there was like a repellent spray or like a Pokemon radar, <laughs> or what is it? Is it the Pokedex? No, it's like the Team Rocket radar where you can see like where their stations are. Uh, <laughs> I really wish we had that, you know? Where are the sweet guys at? But uh, going back to being too sensitive for dating, I personally, every time I download an app and every time I go back on my word, this always happens to me. Because especially like an app like Grindr or Scruff, like nine out of 10 times, someone's honest to just fuck you know, they may have that sweet talk while you're cuddling and making out and doing oral or whatever. And then once, you know, the climax is over and the sex is done, it, you know, there may be some cuddling and then it may go nowhere after that. And I, for me, I can't separate sex and uh, romance or, or feelings, I should say, because it's just not me, you know? And, and like I said, I a lot of my podcast episodes, it's my opinion based on my experience based. So I'm not shaming how other people work, but I'm just, I make these episodes for people that are like me, right? Because there are a lot of people like me. Uh, there are a lot of sensitive people like me. There are a lot of people that are sensitive, but are scared to say they're sensitive, right? And that's their own journey. So for me, I don't know how to put my heart on the side. I, it's just, it's not, I don't know. I think sex is better when there's an emotional connection. You know, I feel like Sex is just, um, I don't know, the, the passion behind it, the making out, the energy. And that goes back to my story that I was saying earlier that this person that I just met, there was something about them where the energy was so right. Like, I remember making out with him, like, right in the beginning, like, when we were drinking some rosé. And, like, that kiss, that connection was so good. And then it just flowed the rest of the night. So for me, I was, I know this sounds stupid or like sad to say, but I'm not ashamed of it. I i was heartbroken after the 24 hours when there's just no more communication because it, I can't even explain the high. I mean, y'all know the high of love, you know, the, between the dopamine and oxytocin and it, it, love is a drug. And I'm not saying that like I was trying to marry this person, but 
even meeting someone new, like infatuation's a drug, like wanting to get to know someone or wanting to have sex with someone or wanting to cuddle someone it, or feeling needed, right? That, that validation, it, it's beautiful, but it's also monstrous. Like it can trap you in and something like me that's super sensitive, you could be trapped in with the wrong person, right? And that's why for me, I was like ready to like fly to their state and do all these things. But now, you know, when you go, when you leave vacation and like that mania is over or that infatuation is over, you look back and you're like, okay, I'm still down to do this, but is this person down to do this, right? And it's a stinger because the part of me wants to be like, yeah, like this person's amazing. What, you know, whatever. But I don't know. I, you know, talks to my friends help me, that's for sure. And self-talks and meditation, but yeah, it, um, it's just sad. I really am too sensitive to date or have sex, to be honest. Like, I sometimes go in these, like, dry spells where I want to have sex for, like, three to six months. And it's honestly so fine to me because I'll complain about it with my friends and joke around it. But in all actuality, I, for me, it's fine. Like, I rat like my heart gets played too quickly and I'm I'm someone that can't turn off my emotions. And I'm never gonna be like that because I'm proud of who I am. You know, I'm proud of my emotions and my journey. But I don't know. Hopefully one day there is that nice guy out there that I isn't afraid to show their emotions and let me know that they fancy me. Um if you're listening, nice guy out there. I have some poetry books. If you really want to know how to date me or who I am, I recommend reading one of them. <laughs> but shout out to the nice guys. Hey. We'll be right back with more things after this break. Don't forget to check out my new book, Antonio's Return, available now on Amazon and at Barnes & Noble. It is an amazing book that talks about my journey of approaching 30 and it has a lot of astronomical uh, themes involved and I would really love if you all could check it out. It, it means so much to me. Oh, fuck boys. Don't we love to hate on them? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I just want to, like, go over some telltale signs of what a fuckboy is. Uh, have you ever had someone say that you're amazing and all these things that they know that you want to hear? You know, master manipulation, but then just suddenly go ghost? Yeah, that's a fuckboy. Have you ever had red flag signs in front of you, but you're so in this romantic fog that, like, after they ghost you, you realize, like, oh my gosh, he said this is in this, and those are red flags. They were, such as, oh, I love to fuck around, right? First of all, that statement right there, I'm sorry, boo-boo, but, like, if you're drinking with them at a pool or hanging out with them and they're already saying that, get out of your fog. Obviously, easier said than done. Personally, I'm always in a romantic fog, so it takes me, like, 24, 48 hours after being, like, heartbroken or upset to be like, oh, my gosh, there were all these clues. Or if, like, a statement like, oh, I can't wait to move here and, like, have mad fun. I don't feel like getting tied down or this and that, but you're so special and I feel like I want to date you. Or you know what the best one is? <laughs> then when they go, if you lived in my town, I would be so dating you. You're so my type. Or they keep, 
Listen, so I love being complimented. And I think it's really cute when a guy pays attention to detail, right? And he's also like, you're really hot, you're so handsome, this and that. But I feel like, call me a skeptic or jaded nowadays, but I feel like when the guy keeps saying that and has no other conversation point, that that could be a fuckboy move. You know, because fuckboys come in all shapes, sizes, and emotions, okay? Because they know how to play fake sweet too. They're the ones that could be like, crying and being like i'm so such a hopeless romantic yet they're just saying that to get in your bag in your pocket right so for me i don't know like i really think we need to invest in fuckboy repellent spray because us sensitive people out here it's brutal out here in the words of olivia rodrigo like i can't be doing this shit anymore i'm i need to like either get a repellent spray where like if I'm talking to a guy, I bust it out real quick and spray him. And, like, if he doesn't blow up, he's a sweet guy. If he blows up, he was a fuckboy. Uh, <laughs> uh, or, like, a Pokemon, like, Go uh, radar where, like, you have to, like, beat the Team Rocket grunts and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I, like, that too. Like, a do-do-do-do-do-do. Like, a little search thing. Um, I'm just so tired of giving someone that chance, to be honest. Like, I understand fuckboys are people too, but... You're not going to um, use my emotions or my dick. Like, what? You're going to get in my pants and then, like, ghost me? And so what? You could have one up on me and then you could feel accomplished that I'm just another number for clout. And that goes into another thing in my community, in the gay community, where, like, I'm sorry, but the gym is not a personality. Okay? I said it. Bam. Done. Like, fitness is cute. I love fitness. I love bar. I love dancing. Um, but it's not a personality, Okay? Also, sex is not a personality. Sex is work. That's absolute true. You know, sex work is work. But it's it's not a personality if you're over here belittling people and you think that your number count or how many people want to suck your dick off a grinder is a personality trait. No. Like, no, 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 no. Also, drugs and circuit culture is not a personality. <laughs> like... I don't understand that. It's it's a way of having fun. Okay, great. For you, yes. For me, no. But, okay, cool. If you want to part of that way, no shame, no judgment. But if you make it your personality in a way that you, like, define yourself and then belittle someone from that. Because the thing about these personality traits that some of these people are, are using is you see a lot of them belittle people with that personality trait being like, well... I can do better because this person wants to fuck me, da da da. Or like, I'm better than you because I fuck this person. Or I'm better than you because I got this many tweets, tweet likes. And I got retweeted because I put another ab picture that it's like my 30th ab picture in a month that I put up with a basic ass quote. We get it. Not a personality trait though. So honestly, those are fuckboy flags to me if you're making that your personality. I don't know. Like, let's talk about like, what do you love to do? Um, what's love for you? What, like, Tell me about, like, growing up with your parents or your grandma or grandpa or whoever raised you, you know? Um, let's talk about, what's your favorite music, you know? Like, I don't know, what, what do you love to binge and, and eat? Like, what's your junk food, right? Or, like, do you ever eat junk food? <laughs> um, that's what I have to say. This episode was short and sweet, but it's definitely some things I had to get off my chest. And I love these, like, kind of, like, Ting's Tea Time episodes where they're short and sweet and they get right to the point. But for all my people that have their emotions on the line and their heart out there and, and super vulnerable. I love you. I see you. I'm one of you. And uh, maybe one day the good guy will, or let me understand the good guy, because it'd be a good girl, good human. The good human will finish first.
talk to you later on Nana Tings.